Welcome to Five Dubs by MDDC Press. I'm your host, Rebecca Snyder, the Executive Director of the Maryland, Delaware, and DC Press Association, which represents news media in our region. Five Dubs focuses on the who, what, when, where, and why of local news media. We'll talk with the journalists about the stories behind the news. You can find more information about our guests in the show notes or on our website, www.5-dubs.com. Today we'll be talking about the COVID-19 outbreak and its effect on advertising. With me today is Kevin Barrier, MDDC's Director of Advertising. Welcome, Kevin. Um, so, Kevin, can you talk to us a little bit about what you're seeing and hearing in terms of newspaper advertising response to the COVID-19 outbreak? Right now, uh, you know, we're hearing from you know, our membership um, that uh, they, they, you know, obviously like businesses, uh, you know, their businesses, they've had to adapt pretty quickly on, you know, operating in a in a virtual workspace. They're firing on all cylinders to to really help the businesses in their community, uh, you know, get through what's going on right now. So it sounds like newspaper advertising departments are really stepping up to ensure that their clients are able to get their message out to to audiences in their local community. Am I getting that right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, you know, uh, the the editorial side of community newspapers have done uh, an amazing job stepping up, making sure that their community is, is informed with reputable and reliable information, and, and the ad departments within newspapers are no different. They're working with their businesses to, to make sure that the businesses are able to communicate, uh, you know, with the community right now during everything that's going on. So, obviously, there's been a lot of changes out it, out in the world. Uh, events have been canceled. There have been people are, are staying at home and quarantining. And so, when you look at how newspapers are gaining revenue. A lot of them have been working on events and sponsorships and things like that. Can you talk about the effect that that has had, but then also how newspapers uh, and news media are repurposing that revenue? Yeah, so you're absolutely right. Newspapers rely uh, heavily on, on sponsorships uh, from events that they hold. And with, with events not being able to be had right now, uh, they you know had to pivot really quickly on, you know, how can we, A, help our community and help our business community to, to inform their customers, but also, you know, re- retain that, that, that revenue. And, uh, you know, in talking to members, a few great things I've heard were, uh, you know, because parents have to stay home right now, really looking for things to do. I mean, very simple kind of back to basics. You know, here are coloring pages uh, that, that newspapers are publishing in, in their newspapers with a sponsorship um, by a local business who have repurposed that revenue, that sponsorship revenue from an event, you know, over to sponsoring a coloring page or, you know, community uh, submitted recipes, you know, things that um, may not necessarily lighten the mood, but it's a great resource for, you know, for, for the audience that they're reaching. So it sounds like you're you're seeing members reaching out to their communities with different offerings than they would ordinarily see in the printed publication, and then trying to get or asking various advertisers to support those new initiatives. Is that what what you're seeing? Yeah, that's, that's what we're seeing. I mean, you know, businesses 
they, you know, they, they realize that they need to communicate. And, you know, what they're seeing is it, it's, it's almost a shift in wording. You know, uh, ad departments, you know, they're, they're not approaching businesses saying, you know, hey, we can advertise this for you. It's really they're approaching businesses saying, we can communicate for you. You know, advertising is communicating, but businesses really continue to, to, to struggle to handle the operational end of their business. They're really relying on you know, the marketing consultants within within newspapers to be subject matter experts to help guide them through their marketing strategy that prior they may have just done themselves. So what kind of messages are you seeing out there in the marketplace? So the messages I'm, I, you know, I'm seeing from, from newspapers to businesses are really a message of we want to help, we want to partner, uh, together we will get through this. And it's a very applicable message because that's the nature of what newspapers do. Businesses that are putting communications out in the community very much are, you know, um, if they've pivoted their strategy, like like restaurants that relied heavily on dining business now are, you know, doing curbside pickup or, or delivery, you know, communicating that, that out to the mass, uh, that they're offering that service um, is great. And what you're seeing a lot of businesses do is using their social channels. And what businesses need to remember, especially if they're posting organically on uh, on social media, they're reaching only a fraction of their audience. And and newspapers, uh, you know, more than ever, I mean, newspapers have become one of the most valuable resources in the nation. Uh, that's where the audience is right now, and, and I think will continue to be for uh, long after we get through uh, this crisis. Uh, but newspapers can can shoot that message out to you know, to the community and mass to let them know what businesses are, are up running and operational because the community still wants to support their community. So can you tell me a little bit more about the audience numbers and, and who's looking at newspaper uh, in print, newspapers in print, but also news media websites and how that breaks down? Yeah. So, uh, so if, if you can Kind of find a silver lining within within an unfortunate situation. You know, like I said, newspapers have become increasingly valuable here in you know only a handful of days. Um, you know, our memberships reporting that uh, their their single copy uh, uh, pickups are uh, they, they they can't keep newspapers on the racks. They have to go out multiple times a day and, and replenish their single copy racks. Um, and also at home delivery. You know, we're hearing members that are uh, having increases in at home circulation. Or, or subscriptions because people are, are, you know, some people are fearful to go out. Um, also on, on their newspaper.com website, you know, we're hearing uh, in some cases, you know, for a, a mid-sized daily newspaper with an already large audience online, you know, up to a 600% increase in unique viewership, uh, you know, on their website. And that's because, you know, the, the community is recognizing that in times of crisis, um, more so than ever, that newspapers are really where you go to get correct and reliable information, not only nationally, but but also within their own community. So it sounds like in a sea of misinformation and, and sort of the panic that social media can engender in in some people just hearing the drumbeat of, of bad news, newspapers and their associated websites are really focused on being that credible, calm source of information that can stabilize a community. And so uh, by extension, then we're seeing a lot of those page views and, and subscriptions go up. So in, in some ways, it sounds like it really does underscore the importance of news media and newspapers to a community. 
Oh, absolutely. And and also recognizing that, you know, our local uh, newspapers, you know, they're they're sacrificing. You know, uh, many of our newspapers uh, have dropped their paywall uh, on their website to provide the community unlimited information during this time or providing COVID-19 related news and information free. And they're offering that out free um, because they feel they have that duty uh, to do so. And, and in response to that, the community has really jumped on. In, in supporting their local newspaper and, and, and thanking them for giving them, you know, a viable source of, of correct and truthful factual news and information. So it sounds like the challenge for advertising departments across our membership is really to turn that goodwill towards uh, towards newspapers in general into advertising dollars, which helps the uh, the organization stay afloat and provide the news coverage that the community craves. So I'd like to go back to uh, some of the messaging and creative ideas that you're hearing. Um, Earlier, you talked about the messaging from uh, advertising departments to their clients, focusing on we're here for you, we're experts in this, and we can help navigate through your communication strategies. What kind of messaging do you think is most effective for businesses to be utilizing to their end clients during these times? I think that it's very much the same communication. You know, businesses, uh, you know, they're, as, as they struggle to adapt and, and to, you know, temporarily, you know, stay afloat within this crisis, they also feel like they have an obligation to uh, to support the community. And we've seen a lot of businesses step up to do that. So, you know, businesses are communicating out to, the, to, to their community. I think it's important that they uh, that they tell the community that, you know, we are open. Uh, we are providing our good and or service to you. And we're willing to do that in a way that makes you feel comfortable. We're here to help. Um, it's tried and true fact. When a community is suffering from a crisis, they, they really come together from both sides, both from, you know, a business and, and consumer standpoint. So it's, it's we're all in this together. Um, you know, we are up operational and, and here's, here's what we can do or here's what we can offer to provide to you to create a sense of normalcy. I mean, restaurants are doing a great job of that. You know, in a very difficult environment where they're they're offering, you know, like I said, delivery uh, with with no minimum fee or curbside delivery, and, and stating specifically as we're offering curbside delivery, we're adhering to CDC guidelines to ensure that you have a great experience with us without the fear of coming and you know patronizing our business. Let's go back to some of the creative things you've seen out there. We talked about having a uh, a kids coloring page or more puzzles in the printed newspaper or um I've also seen some some members and and other entities just do a a promotion to say you know come into the the newspaper advertise with us and you'll get a discounted rate what other things are you seeing that that have been particularly interesting we're seeing some members starting to put out really local business grants um where essentially they're they're saying, you know, we have reserved, you know, $500,000 of matching dollar for dollar as you purchase to communicate through us, a minimum of $500, and we're going to include $500, so we're going to give you $1,000 worth of space in our newspaper to communicate your important message out there. Also, I think it, it's important to really, for ad departments, to understand really the crisis categories that the different businesses within their community fall into. 
there's really three when you look at it. There's essential, there's at risk, and there's really businesses that are in limbo. And I'm talking to, to ad directors or, or marketing consultants within our membership. I've seen that they're really struggling on, well, who should I really speak to? And who should I really talk to? And what are their needs? And the, really the short answer is, you know, if the business is still operational, even if it's temporarily shuttered, you still need to have a conversation. Recent data from Burrell and Associates report that 42% of small and medium-sized businesses believe that they'll be impacted by this crisis for anywhere from one to four months. And, and only 2% saying that they fear they are going to close permanently due to the gravity of the impact. So that tells us is that businesses recognize there's going to be another they're going to weather this storm and they're going to get through it and they're going to need to re-ramp their business up, but they don't know how to do it. And that's where marketing consultants and our ad departments really come in and, and step up and, and say, look, you know, let's let us start developing how you're going to re-ramp up now because I guarantee you your competitors are doing that. And if you're not doing the very same, you're going to be behind the curve once we're on the other side of this. And I, I think that's a real eye-opener for, for our ad departments on, you know, investing that time for uh, for future business while still looking for a immediacy of revenue streams for them and the businesses that they serve. So it almost sounds like the classic needs assessment is really critical right now uh, to not only position your client for the future, but also to understand what their needs are and how that mix of advertising may change. You're absolutely right. And, you know, I'd also like to add, you know, really, again, I can't stress how important it is on on how you're approaching these businesses. You know, the message is we want to help you. And one of the first things in terms of helping in, in a needs assessment really is, especially during times of crisis, is you need to be empathetic and, and really understand that businesses are facing uh, extreme struggles. And being able to also have conversation with them on what are your plans after we get to the other side of this? And that's really where those open-ended questions come into play, but really also being an ear for, for the business. That's what a partnership's about. It's, it, you know, to be an ear and listen to the concerns that these businesses are facing, but also seeing the flags that, that pop up on, oh, I can help you with that. Or, you know, I, I'm not getting as much, uh, you know, curbside pickup or home delivery traffic for my restaurant. I don't know why. Well, where are you communicating that information out to the community? You know, and if it's on social media, that's your first flag. You know, again, social media reaches a small segment of a much larger population that newspapers can, can reach. So really listening with a fine ear and understanding that you're not helping them advertise right now. You're helping businesses communicate. And I think that's what's most important. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Are there any other creative ways that you're seeing people drive revenue in, into their newspapers? Because I know a lot of our, our advertising departments are scared and, and they're seeing revenues drop even while there's an incredible surge in audience numbers. There's difficulties uh, for members in just doing business as usual. What would you advise members to do in, in a creative way to get more advertising in the door and make the most of an opportunity? When you're looking at during times of crisis, what are businesses looking for when they're measuring marketing results? Their normal circumstances, typically it's foot traffic. Well, we don't have that right now in a lot of cases. So what businesses are shifting towards are um, how am I immediately a stamps, which really ups the ante on expectations. And a, a great way that I'm seeing is, you know, a lot of newspapers, they'll hold promotions. 
uh, contests, kind of at a, at a larger level, specifically for the community, and they'll have a few sponsors buy into it. Uh, what we're seeing now is we're seeing a lot of newspapers are actually creating custom promotions for their businesses because that achieves a few things. Um, it achieves uh, obviously the top of mind awareness for that business out in the community, but it also provides a lead generation opportunity for that business. You know, consider um, driveway repaver. You know, as people are kind of shuttered in place at home, they're looking at, well, what can I do around the home because I'm here. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not at work. So being able to provide a promotion that offers lead generation, you know, offers question data. You know, um, are you planning to purchase X product in X number of days or months or, or you know, within a year? This information allows our membership and our marketing consultants to go back to the businesses and say, look, you know, we, we have the ability to promote uh, and, and distribute, communicate that this promotion exists. And we can also be the back-end execution for you to pull together all that data to generate a leads generation list that you can put into your email database or put into your social followership to help you grow that audience. When you get to the other side, you have a larger audience than you did uh, or ever, larger audience than you've ever had before to be able to communicate and continue to ramp your business up. And it sounds like there's an opportunity for newspaper and their associated websites, advertising departments, to really come up with some creative solutions. So what I'm hearing you say is that doing some market data research or using this time to create some research, but also it might be really interesting for businesses to provide content their client and get different messages out. So this could be an opportunity for businesses to deepen their relationship with their clients, just like you're suggesting advertising departments deepen their relationships with their customers. They can advise on, again, how to do that either through email campaigns or social media posts and really using the expertise that newspapers bring to help deepen the relationship with an end client. Right, Yeah, Tim? that's exactly right. Kind of the one tool that businesses have been trained on in, in terms of, of utilizing social media. You know, for every, you know, every post that are to inform, you know, put one out that's to solicit. Traditionally, uh, you know, traditionally advertising into newspapers has been pretty much solicitation. You know, we, we have goods and services that we're here to offer, and here's a rate or maybe an incentivized rate gives us all. And now what we're seeing right in times of crisis is the community wanting to be informed, which not only opens up new opportunity for businesses that our that our memberships already are really at any at departments going after, but also really gives an opportunity to, to get into a new sector of uh, of business that they may not be reaching right now. You know, places like uh, you know automotive repair or uh, credit and mortgage services, wealth advisors. You know, these are all areas that, you know, are, are of high interest right now to consumers and, and are areas that ad departments really should be heavily focusing on. Sure. So, Kevin, as we wind up, are there any last tips or ideas that you have for for advertising departments throughout our membership? Yeah, I think as you're approaching your, your businesses, the biggest thing is to ensure that as, as you're providing messaging to your businesses, it's very important to put messaging out that does not make you sound opportunistic, even if that's not your intent. You know, again, it's it, you're here to help, and you are a subject matter expert within marketing that 
is an invaluable resource more now than ever to these businesses that are struggling on how do I get my message out there? How can I communicate to the community in an effective way? And what am I going to do to re-ramp my business up after, after we get through this crisis? So we have to look both short-term, but we also have to look long-term for our businesses. And, and, and that's what's going to help deepen the relationship with that business and make you a trusted advisor within their organization rather than a transactional vendor. So when we're talking about messaging, I think what also comes out is over and above the we're here to help, taking some time to craft a message that really talks to the why you exist in your community. So newspapers and news media are here to connect communities together, sometimes through advertising, sometimes through information sharing, and focusing on the why you were in business, why you were here. And often it is about that connecting piece. And then making sure that message comes through not only into messages to advertisers in a phone conversation or in an email, but then also communicating that message through your own promotional advertising, through your newspaper, and through your social media sites so that you can take advantage of the huge surge of people that are looking at that content. So I think one other piece that we haven't really talked about is treating yourself as your own client and making sure that you're promoting yourself using the avenues that you already have at your disposal. So that would be newspaper.com, your print publication, your social media channels to, to kind of underscore what you can do for other clients. Kevin, do you have comments about that kind of strategy? Yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously, I think you hit the nail on the head. You know, we always want to treat, as a marketing entity, you always want to treat yourself from an internal marketing perspective as your own client. That's a representation of what you have to offer your businesses. And, and furthermore, I think now's the time, you know, newspapers tend to have this humble nature of, you know, I, you know anyone in our industry knows that we have a, a significant value to the importance of news and information in the community. Now's the time that we have to speak up and show that, again, we have become one of the most valuable resources in this nation. And it shows. It shows through the data. 600% in, you know, in, in some cases, 600% increase in newspaper.com track. Nielsen, uh, Nielsen data shows that local news consumption increases by, I believe it's nearly 60% when consumers are asked to stay home in times of crisis. So it, newspapers are where the audience is at. And at the end of the day, from a business perspective, businesses want to reach an audience. And that's what newspapers have. And the already great audience they had before all of this is going on has just increased exponentially within a handful of days. And, and that needs to really be broadcasted out there. Okay. So it sounds like it's a, it's a hopeful message and one that, that we've honed through many years in terms of getting of connecting advertisers to their audiences. Kevin, tell us what's going to be in the show notes. Are, are there any particular pieces of information that you want listeners to be able to click through to in the show notes? Yeah, so check out our show notes. We're going to be putting a lot of great resources in there. Um, as the ad director for the MDDC, you know, we have a responsibility to make sure that we're giving out as many resources to our membership as possible. So they'll look at look for notes uh, in regards to, uh, you know, different webinars that, that you know, have recently um, 
event had, you know, Burrell and Associates in Second Street hosted a webinar, uh, you know, what local advertisers need right now and how to help them. So we'll make sure that we have that information in there for you as well. And, and of course, as, as we come across additional resources that are valuable, we'll make sure that we're sending that out to our membership as well. And I think the needs assessment that you talked about earlier can be a, a good resource for our membership, as well as some of the messaging that you're seeing out in the marketplace and even some of the ads that you're seeing run, that newspapers are running on their own behalf. We want this to be an idea generation for you. And certainly if you have questions or you have concerns, always feel free to reach out to me, Rebecca, and my email is rsnyder at mddcpress.com. And for advertising-related things, always Kevin is there for you and is willing to talk through your needs. And Kevin, do you want to tell people how they can get a hold of you? Yeah, you can reach out to me uh, by emailing kbarrier, E-R-R-I-E-R, at mddcpress.com, or give me a call at 443-508-1936. Terrific. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us. And we'll do another session on on this topic in just a little bit. So thank you all for joining us. And thank you, Kevin, for being here. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Five Dubs with Rebecca Snyder. Please subscribe and leave us a five-star review wherever you download your podcasts so that others can find us. What do you want to know about local journalism? Email me at rsnyder, S-N-Y-D-E-R, at mddcpress.com. Interested in supporting our podcast and journalism? Please donate to our 501c3 Press Foundation. Find out more and see the full episode list and show notes at www.5-dubs.com.